0: From a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. It is
1: time for the show. And we normally are, you know, happy-go-lucky, fun-loving here on Legends Look Back. I've got to start off, however, tonight, a little bit of a different tone. Something huge has happened in my life, and I feel like I need to address it. You're on the show, never really been anything quite like this that's happened to me. And I'm not sure how it's going to affect Legends' look back. So I just wanted to at least get it out for our listeners to know about. And I haven't really even explained this totally to the team. Um, so, Rick, I, I at least need to see your faces here as I tell you about this. It's It's honestly not something I saw coming. And I still am not totally sure how I feel
0: about it. Concerned here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, notoriously, we love Star Wars books on this show.
2: Yes. (laughs) And
1: I read a a book that we have made fun of for three years. That book is Ruins of Dantooine. (laughs) This is what's going to get me canceled. There was bound to be something that was going to come up, and this is probably it. And I've got, to, I've got to put it out live on the show, guys. I liked Ruins of Dantooine. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I really what? liked du- Ruins of Dantooine. We made fun of this book. I mean, look at this cover. All right, here it is. It, it oh looks like it's straight gosh. out of the PlayStation
0: 1. So that's actually, bad. that's a snapshot from Star Wars Galaxies. It's <laughs> 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 a
1: screenshot of the game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, and
3: it's pretty good, Jared. Yeah. It's great. How yeah. do we cancel him? Yeah, we
0: can, we can go ahead. Like, yeah, let me little, see. Can if, you
3: press a button.
0: There's a thing with, yeah, we with, can just,
1: mm, oh, there you go. Justin <laughs> we go. says this is a safe space.
0: Come on. <laughs> all right, all right. We gave him a minute. There's a thing a safe about, space. yeah, it, there's a thing about Legends books, and some of them. If you were to judge a book by its cover, you would probably not read it. And believe it or not, uh, before the Essential Legends Collection, the book, <laughs> the book series we're talking about now, is one of them.
1: <laughs> hmm. Right.
0: I have yeah. to read yeah. that
3: one next. Yeah. Uh, so that's right.
0: So yeah, check out check out like the for instance the Darth Bane original. Uh, original covers Rule those two. don't so look the, like the
1: second one doesn't yep. have the same artist the original cover True. which we've talked about a lot I'd say second only to Ruins of Dantooine this infamous cover in fact I brought this to Star Wars Celebration and we had like a display of Legends books and then canon books and comics and you know tried to display some of the more recent books um, what yeah. we're talking about and what's on the shows and then I snuck my little copy of Uh, Ruins of Dantooine in there. And within seconds, putting it on display. Yeah, we had, uh, Teresa Bakura was not, you know, supposed to be up there. And within seconds, it did not slip by Corey. He was like... (laughs) who the F put this here? <laughs> and I was like,
3: it was Freddy, not on 100%,
1: brand. 100% Freddie. Tom, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Tom from Delray even sees this thing. And now I'm like, oh no, now I'm in hot water. You know, we've got to try to maintain a good reputation with Delray. And then he's like, why don't you make sure that you have that book front and center for everybody to see. And I was like, yes, Tom's in <laughs> on the joke. Uh, yeah. So I'm very, very excited to report. I did not consider it one of the best Star Wars books I've ever read. Hmm. I did not, you know, I don't think it's tier one. I don't think it's tier two, but it's also not tier F. What kind of tier system
0: am four. I using? Here? Numbers, numbers. Yeah. It's four? not tier it's, A, or it's not tier one, <laughs> but it's I was, tier red. I, you know, Definitely I us, uh, alpha red three.
1: <laughs> we've, we've made jokes about this. I'm going to blame Trevor. Trevor is the one. Who has infamously said that it's not a good book, and he's wrong. Calling you out right here, Trev. Live Uh-oh. on Legends Look Back.
2: <laughs> you know, it's for the for the record, perfectly okay. <laughs> Trevor's not gonna listen to this until tomorrow, <laughs> so fine. it's not gonna be you know live for him. So it could
1: be it could be today for him. Who knows? There's I mean, it is. And,
2: is it today or tomorrow? It's this is like the wake up dead paradigm.
1: It's yesterday. <laughs> well, I will say there was a lot of like you know, hey, this chapter is like, oh, they go to this new place. And then the next chapter is like, okay, we're definitely getting a tour of some of the video game locations. <laughs> but it came together. It really did. I, and I did see the twist coming, you know, so it didn't do a great job hiding it. But I was very happy to say, I enjoyed Ruins of Dantooine. Boom, I approved this message. And Emily said she just read another infamously, not the best Legends book. What was it? Uh
3: of the Mind's Eye. Hmm. (laughs) uh, i normally don't go below a four on goodreads this one was a two
0: um
3: but there were parts of it that were kind of cool like the whole underground culture and like the the flora and whatnot that was kind of fun but most of it was pretty weird
1: (laughs) yeah i'm being called out in the chat here by who was this that scrolled a little bit paul murphy what's up paul thanks for staying up late with us for uh, the fact that I just read the first of the Lando Calrissian Adventures and did not dig it. I did not. I I would say I think I enjoyed Splinter of the Mind's Eye more.
0: But oh, man.
1: We also had a fun time with Heather on that one, right, Freddie?
0: Yeah, we did. Oh, man. <laughs> Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Is that a book worth revisiting? I think you should just go check out our, our original on that one. Uh, That's right.
1: It's a classic If nothing else, Heather was off the chain, unhinged, unleashed, much like the Sith Lords we're going to be talking about tonight in the Darth Bane rule of, nope, roll it again, much like the Sith Lords we're going to be talking about tonight (laughs) as we are talking about Darth Bane, Dynasty of Evil. It is an absolute, absolutely excellent book. Is it better than Splinter of the Mind's Eye? You find out. (laughs) <laughs> the jury's out. We're going to talk about it right here and right now on Legends Look Back. Let's get it started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back. Proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast for people with irrevocable neck damage from playing video game demos at Walmart. You know what I'm mm. talking about? Mm-hmm. Where... We celebrate our re- our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser known Star Wars classics. You've tuned in to part one of our Darth Bane Dynasty of Evil roundtable. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined by my legendary co-hosts tonight. Who knows where he is? I can't keep track of him, but he's here <laughs> with us live.
0: Freddie C. I'm here hanging out in the desert. Uh, not quite the same desert as Emily's in. Uh different kind of desert. Uh monsoon season's coming, so hopefully I stay alive.
1: <laughs> yeah. Monsoon season. Is that a thing out west? Yeah, you is are? that a thing? I thought it was yeah, like a south... east coast thing.
0: No, southwest. Uh around this time, actually yesterday, a couple days ago, monsoon season officially started. And it like is basically thing. uh lasts till September. And it it's all of the rainfall for the entire year in about maybe about a couple months so it's about a torrential rainpour for probably about a couple weeks straight uh with intense lightning fires everywhere it's about chaos and it feels like uh feels like this book
1: <laughs> oh, geez. oh. Hmm. yeah definitely you know who else is somewhere in the middle of a move emily daybeck how are you emily <laughs>
3: Well, you know, I I really embraced the dark side today, Jared, as I was trying to get my tires replaced at Costco, what a lawless place. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, like there are people cutting each other off everywhere. Like I have never felt so much rage so quickly as I did today, as I was just trying to get like to the tire center, it's right at the door. And like I got cut off like six times and like got stopped several times and like my toddler's melting down and it was just
0: let the rage flow through you.
3: Ooh, let the rage flow. That's <laughs> where I'm at tonight. That's where you I'm need all some, about uh, the dark side, force right? Force
1: lightning. Right. Mm-hmm. On that your side. Help. Yep.
0: <laughs> wow. You know, it's probably a good thing thumbnail. that uh, force <laughs> sensitives are not a, you know, as far as we know, are not true thing because just imagine how many dark siders we would have <laughs> just, oh, right. especially in like places like california and new york where traffic oh and gosh. personal space are limited <laughs> now yes. i'm imagining everybody with
1: like a new york accent uh cutting each other down are you with talking to me and, yeah <laughs> that's right you're zapped you're zapped buddy absolutely you know who's not zapped in fact he's perfectly fine we're happy that he's here he keeps the show running our producer rick grace
2: howdy i'm here fun fact it is my mother's 73rd birthday tonight and she is oh in town gosh. visiting me and she's like are you sure you have to do your star wars show tonight and i'm like yes mother <laughs> oh, i do
3: <laughs> that's yeah. the most mom thing to say happy birthday what's her name rose happy birthday rose, rose yeah
0: any other her name is still a rose absolutely
3: mm. yeah
2: but anyway um she's it's not essential. watching this so <laughs>
1: essential that you oh, are man. here yeah, yeah. I was like, "Sorry, mom, I can't. I can't miss." <laughs> we learned the hard way that Freddy. You remember that one time I couldn't figure out how to turn the show off. I was like, "Where's that dang button that turns off the dang thing?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Infamously, during Cheryl. During the Carol Cheryl years. called it the
1: best moment in legends. Look back history. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Nice. Personally, I think it was the Darth Hannah moment. It's a
2: good moment
3: Listen. too.
1: Who is, of Listen. course.
3: <laughs> we'll get to that. I have some notes.
1: Good, excellent. That is, of course, still one of my favorite. are talking about? Memories. (laughs) We're talking about Darth Hannah tonight on all stuff. No legends. Look at though. I know for a fact that both freddie and Rick have things that I've sent them because I came back from Star Wars Celebration with those things into this house. I was like, nope, you're right. I'm going right back to the post office, and I did, and they've arrived and everybody's the better for it and we'll get there in a couple weeks for now however we're gonna be talking about Darth Bane a dynasty of evil this was my Christmas present in 2009 look oh yeah my personal copy I remember I got this under the Christmas tree Carl said it's his favorite story that I've ever told so I'm tell it for the fifth time in Uteni <laughs> history that I bought this with Christmas money from my grandma Just passed away, Grandma. You know what, Grandma? I'm still proud to say that I spent your Christmas money on Dynasty of Evil because it's (laughs) a great book, and she uh, was pretty much ready to put me uh, in an insane asylum for buying a book called Dynasty of Evil. (laughs) But here we are, and we're going to talk about it. We also want to give a shout out to our new patron, Tim Costello. Thank you, Tim. We've got a lot of expenses, as you can see by my flashy lights back here and to help us keep the show running very grateful for all of our incredible patrons just launched the tattoo video the other day very excited for my dad to never see that and uh <laughs> for all of our all of our patrons however to get to enjoy it and it was a lot of fun emily you were there for some of it came by and uh you know gave me a pep talk from time to time um it was only a little bit they come and pick me up and back to the booth because i had passed out <laughs> and they wouldn't let me leave by my own about my own accord mm. nevertheless she didn't come she sent freddie <laughs> in such had a baby a, a situation
3: <laughs> how could i push a stroller while also like helping jared walk <laughs> like couldn't quite figure that one out so i, sent I
1: wasn't thinking clearly i opened my phone and i clicked the first number i didn't really know who it was going to be could have been Corey. could have been tyler I'm just kidding. I knew it was you. I needed help. And I trusted you. <laughs> also, I knew for a fact you were at that booth. That's <laughs> so true. I'm grateful and I'm very excited for everybody to get to take a peek at that. Got another episode of the uh, Gavin base builds coming out soon showing Ooh. how I built this thing. There it is. Yep. Right over there. And we're going to get right into it, whether you're a patron or not. This episode's for you because we're live on youtube.com slash utini. You can catch us every single Thursday night for the most part. So, Freddie, tell us about what book we are reading and talking about tonight.
0: Yeah, so we're talking about, uh, of course, Dynasty of Evil, which is book three of the Bane trilogy. Uh, first of all, the title itself, I think, is is a great representation about this book. It is absolutely evil, and it is, I would say, the dynasty of of where the Sith uh, really became who they are. Uh, the author is Drew Karpetian, Uh, The date of the book. Did I get that right? I always, I'm never sure about his last name.
2: I've heard
1: it pronounced
0: two different ways, neither of which the way you said it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it as, I've heard it as Carpishan and I've Mm -hmm. heard it as Carpishan. Carpishan. I've not heard that one, except for right Uh, now. Apologies to
0: to you, uh, Mr. Drew there. uh, You know, I'll give him a shout out.
1: We talked with him about coming on the show for an interview. And while he said no, he said it really nicely. And so a huge shout out for that. Very responsive to the email, you know, within minutes, maybe. I don't know. And uh, (laughs) maybe worse,
2: actually. Quick
3: quick rejection. That's always the best kind.
1: And cordial, a quick and cordial rejection. It's like if you're going to get decapitated. It's not
3: me. It's you. If you're going to get
1: killed by a Sith Lord, like you would want it Mm. to be a quick decapitation as opposed to, this is getting brutal. (laughs) I'm going to follow the wherever it goes instead of like a slow torturous death right <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah like
1: they like the uh, yuzhen vong put you in the embrace of pain mm. oh yeah people like bane they just you know lop it off right yep. so, or anakin does at least so um yeah. he, he did however give us a rejection and his reason was very kind it was not that he doesn't like the show in fact, I don't know if he's ever watched the show. We're going to say he's a big fan of the show. All right. We're just going to go ahead and <laughs> say that. He's a
0: huge fan of the show. Definitely, definitely. He didn't
3: say he wasn't. So he's, yeah.
1: a, he's a correspondent. He must be an he's avid at least fan. a correspondent with the show. Mm. It, it, he did say he has um, gone under an embargo. He's n- He and his writing partners they are working on a big project. Take huh. these glasses off. A big secret project. Mm. What could this project be? We don't know. But he said they have gone under, they, as a, as a pact, that they were not going to take any interviews
0: hmm. while
1: they're working on this big
0: project. Hmm. I've got so some theories about what may, the project
1: is. What's yeah. that?
0: We may get, get Drew on you know, in the future. We never know.
1: Hmm. That's right. Yeah, he was at least kind. And co- so, I, hey, shout out to him for being very gracious and generous with us yeah so i did not ask him in the email how to pronounce his name which is what i should have done
0: (laughs) Carpishin, carpishan opportunity carpison Carpishin. uh one of these days hopefully we get it right hopefully i said it right at least once uh so book was released your
3: last names they don't really care about how you say it as much like (laughs) listen you tried
0: yeah (laughs) Also,
3: yeah, yeah. i'm sorry uh, go on freddie no worries no saying? worries
0: it's december 2009 is when this book was released and a uh, bit of behind the scenes the uh elc the uh can we say that with with confidence elc and people understand that it's ed- epic legends collection i don't know you essential talk about it and Essential. Find, uh, epic. i think it's volume. epic <laughs> uh it's also essential um it's both definitely sure.
3: e- elc <laughs>
2: As a As see it, for cover or legends. collection. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> uh that was released April. So we've had this book for not too long. And uh I'm really glad uh, well, the original we've had for a while, but but this new uh epic essential legends cover collection is what we'll call it. Yeah. Uh definitely uh I'm I'm really glad that they came out for a couple of reasons. One, it gets Bane back in, in the ether. Huh. But two, uh look at these beautiful covers. They uh-huh. completely I would say uh, from from the original covers, these are significantly better, and especially if you put all three of them together, it, it kind of creates like a a panel, like a comics panel of sorts.
1: Yeah.
0: We're gonna do it live on air.
1: I gotta find. Ooh, we're gonna do it live. Ooh. You heard it
0: here right. first. So, what yeah. what do you think of of the original covers versus the uh, Essential Legends Collection covers? Well, anyone, um,
2: I do think that's the original for this one. Uh, the Honest of Evil is not bad. It's definitely mm-hmm. my favorite of the original for the three. But, yeah, I really like the the very little color in the ELC. I did it. The mm-hmm. ELC new covers. Uh, and so I'm a fan. Yeah.
3: Does she have a yellow lightsaber? I didn't remember that fact.
2: I don't remember Why it isn't
3: it red? It's
1: red. Yeah, it should be red, right? It's yeah. just
2: contrast, I guess.
1: I, Emily, I've
2: noticed that.
3: Y'all would are all, be... you get so caught up on the colors of different characters' lightsabers. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I've heard you complain about the, ca- the color of the lightsaber being wrong, and you didn't notice that she has a yellow lightsaber and not a red one?
2: I'm just going to let Emily have the screen for a second, because she earned <laughs> so... that one. <laughs> I'm
1: just saying. Yeah, like, tear us a new one. Go for it. This is your moment. Yes, <laughs> she's, a new one she's already.
3: blonde. Does that also apply to the lightsaber? Are you applying
1: like, that gonna... we didn't notice? This is, this is the moment that I'm actually canceled. <laughs> Thrice.
3: Thrice canceled on one show. The
1: real uh, question I, I is,
2: think... is, when is Ruins
0: of Dantooine getting its ELC release? It mm. needs one.
3: It's pretty That's good. Hard questions here. I'd have
0: to say, Ruins of Dantooine, if I were to see a cover again, Oh, yeah. I would want to see the same kind of snapshot, just a different no. angle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Just a different. A this different is a planet. chance. Yeah. This is this so, is a chance. But there's actually ruins on Dantooine. Yep. And I would like a shot of those ruins. They're cool. I'm not gonna say what it is. I, I'm gonna say everybody deserves to read. We gotta we gotta talk about this book on Legends Look back. It's gonna have to happen. It mm. is the Legends Lost Stars. You heard it here first, folks. What? Like, Legends lost stars. I said what? it. It is. I said it.
3: Okay. Wow. Someone. I I don't know who it was. Those are fighting words.
0: Yeah. Those are. Those are big. Someone in the past, I I recall in the chat, we we were knocking Legends of Dantooine, and someone was like, "Hey guys, it's actually pretty good." And I remember saying to myself, "Dang it, we're gonna have to read that now." Yeah. I I, I remember doing that
3: as a round table. I mean, the first short, round table huh? that I haven't really read
1: before, <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> All right, we'll talk, we're talking about uh, Darth Bane Dynasty of Evil for tonight. Yes, the original cover is a little stagnant, it's a little bit static. Um, it's good because the same artist as the first cover. And we do have some great intel here from Skuma Joe, whose last mm-hmm. name I will not try to pronounce, debating how to pronounce last names.
3: I think I could do it.
1: We joked uh, We joked about if it was, let's not say it on air. Um, okay. we, we were joking about if it was, if his last name was Joe. <laughs> first name Skuma, <laughs> right. The wow. name is Joe, Skuma Joe. So he says that uh, Bane is drawn with black and red on the first cover. That's not it that's definitely no that's not it either trying again here it is bane is is drawn with black and red on okay the first cover i'm colorblind so y'all help me out uh xana excuse me hannah is drawn with black and yellow on the second cover true also the dreads dread lord xana and then book three skinny boy a little short book here mm. is uh is uh, the the opposing covers so we put them together like a megazord and i need another hand this is why Deer i don't believe dee <laughs> dee yeah thank you this is why i don't believe in cross species evolution mm. because we would have sprouted more hands by now right <laughs> I can't breathe, there you go this. here yeah this is the this is the thumbnail for sure i can't <laughs> All right, where's my kid? Kid, come up here and help me.
2: (laughs) Somehow, kid appeared.
1: Here's the cat. (laughs) Anyway, you get the picture, do you?
2: I get the picture. Yeah,
1: so you put them together. Red plus yellow equals green. So this is not green.
2: Says the colorblind guy.
1: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Orange. Is that orange? It should be orange. Here we are. I like the cover. Moving on. (laughs) Guys. This is the book. We've talked about all of the the behind-the-scenes things we could possibly talk about. These came out in the entirety of my high school years. And this is, all right, one last thing I have to say about this before getting into spoiler-heavy territory is a theory. Darth Bane is the reason why I didn't give Clone Wars a chance back in 2008. And I was wrong, and I enjoy it. Explain. Help me out. Take a guess on what I'm what I'm trying to get across here.
0: So, I recall Darth Bane being shown somewhere. He's in season uh, six.
1: He's in season six, the very end of near the end of Clone
0: Wars. That's right. That's not uh, what I'm talking about. So, nice try, Freddie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Strike one. Strike one. All right. What's uh, what's next? What else? What's another reason?
2: All right, Freddie. Are you, uh, did they actually refer to Darth Bane, or are you talking about Cad Bane? It got Can't awkwardly be. quiet. Quiet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is. I mean, and, uh, in Clone Wars, he's voiced by Mark Hamill. This is uh, one of the fun things about Bane and Clone oh, Wars. Oh, yes. Okay, I remember this now. Is he, uh, he's, he, he, Ham won an Emmy. He was on one episode and one episode only, and he won an Emmy. And he's <laughs> joked about, like, had this stellar voice cast. He comes on for one episode and wins an Emmy. <laughs> so, way to go. Mark, I almost called him Darth Hamill. Mark Hamill. <laughs> Somebody send him that clip. I'm sure he'll like it. All right, here's what I mean. These books were dark and edgy yeah. and epic and brutal. And then they came out while I was in high school. Uh, what, 06, 07, 08, okay. 09 in that time period. And then in the middle of all that, in 2008, Clone Wars comes to the theater. And it's not dark. It's not edgy it's it's brutal but i didn't know it because i didn't go to the theaters to watch it
0: yeah this was about two two episodes
1: combined reason, yeah uh four yeah. isn't it anyway this Something is like this is the reason why i did not give clone wars a chance because i was so deeply into darth bane you see what i'm saying that makes
0: sense Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't uh you couldn't see darth bane uh slaughtering people and then watch a a young padawan call yeah call anakin yeah sky guy
1: they can exist in the same universe but you know to to go back in the time capsule here um these were coming out at the same time this was coming out Mm -hmm. right alongside the original run of clone wars isn't that wild to think about all these years later
2: that is crazy yeah
0: yeah that is and and, uh, for those who who weren't aware of it the during the original Release of the Clone Wars. A lot of people weren't too fond of it, yeah, because it was, it it almost seemed like it was going in the direction of a kids' show, right? Which happy, happy, fun time show, uh, with silly droids and and a silly Padawan, and Anakin gets called interesting names, and uh, until until it got serious, which it was always the point of the show was to start light and then get into the dark times of of the Star Wars universe, right? Anakin being the main uh Guy and and are the main villain and and seeing the fall and slowly the mi- the mistrust between between uh, master and apprentice and uh, it it, it definitely gather legs but I c- I could yeah. see how <laughs> gather legs get it <laughs> just Freudian <laughs> slip you my bad <laughs> yeah that was good a <laughs> Freudian slip Freudian uh, slip. all right Freudian, <laughs> but yeah so I could I could totally see why someone coming from this dark era this this thing that happened in the same universe at that time right how could how could we see Hmm. this mayhem and then go into that and uh jared understood a lot of people had that same sentiment at the beginning so yeah did you You know did you
1: read these back when they were coming out freddie the darth bane books
0: no i I remember
1: being so unbelievably excited for book three (laughs) i think this is one of the few star wars books i've read like i bought like release day you know what i'm saying yeah
0: yeah so the first two books i did i i read a little bit later uh because book three was being released and i just remember thinking i need to read these two and i, I remember waiting for book three and when book three dropped it did not disappoint so very happy no, about it that doesn't.
1: and we've already had some debate in the chat tonight about which of the books is the best in the trilogy so <laughs> we're gonna get there we're yeah. gonna get there uh, yeah that there's nobody nobody has to be right or wrong in this argument <laughs> however there can only be two and one of us <laughs> will emerge victorious and the other has to die. It's just the rules. It's not my fault. It's just the rules. So spoiler warning, this is going to get super spoilery. We're, we, we're going to go there. We have to, because the ending is one of the most epic endings in Star Wars history, movies mm-hmm. included.
0: Mm. Um, keep your Keep your egg salad away because we're about to spoil it. There mm.
1: it is.
3: Absolutely.
0: Oh. oh, that reminds me. I think I left
1: a fried chicken Gross. on the dinner table. So, hey, uh, this is your chance. Go and check out Darth Bane Dynasty of Evil. You can get your, uh, uh, your free audiobook from audible.com over on uh, utini.com. Here's the way you do it. You go to utini.com and then you think about leaving, utini.com. And then as soon as you think about leaving, mm-hmm. the ad hits you <clears throat> and then you click it and then it gives you a free audio book. Mm. I kid you not. And you can spend it on Darth Bane: Dynasty of Evil, read by Jonathan Davis, which is one of the most Mm -hmm. perfect performances Mm -hmm. in Star Wars audiobook history. Yeah, Mm -hmm. trust me, I listened to the entire thing in two days. (laughs) Remember that
0: doesn't that's that's crazy, but that doesn't just that you know the audiobook is a performance. You've got the actor, the voice actor playing multiple voices. You've got music, which. I'm sorry, guys, but I have to listen to mine at like 1.3 max because I enjoy yeah. the music in the background mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, it really just gives an effect. Yeah, when you put it on like two times speed, it's like yeah, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you're missing something. something.
1: Right. Star Wars.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. A little wild. All right, all right. Tangent. Do you guys listen to the end? Like, do you have to? Do you have to wait until you hear? audible hopes you've enjoyed this program i have to have yeah to, i gotta hear that voice same every time
1: yeah. <laughs> wait let's hold just on. check you Just cringed emily do you not do it no i do okay good i was this gonna say emily so you were gonna probably listens at four times
3: <laughs> i was at 2.25 on the way back but pro tip i have found that if you have your headphones in you can pay better attention i at least i can then when it's like in the car or like on a speaker, like for some reason, if it's right in my ear, I can focus better when it's faster. Mm. So like usually like 1.75 is about my max for really like enjoying it. But if I've read it before, which I have read Bane before, I can go a little bit faster if I'm crunched for time, which I was today. So
1: yeah. <laughs> wait, you finished it yeah. today.
3: I did about two oh. hours before coming
1: back on the show. Oh my <laughs> But God. again,
3: this is a reread for me. Okay. So different, okay. different
1: yeah you know on that point rick did tell me last week we might have to move the show back i don't know if i can finish it on time a couple of days later he messaged and said don't worry i've learned i can listen at 2.75 speed as long as i'm reading the book at the same time and i'm just yeah. picturing rick like that's that cat Adam meme, did. the cat meme you know the one that's like <laughs> the those pages real quick
2: <laughs> oh man it was yeah uh, it was kindle thankfully so this was
1: uh, like you're playing pokemon go yeah something Uh, like that i love it somebody else in the chat it was justin said that he binged the book in like six hours or something like that so shout out to you mad Um, respect it was it was
2: really fun turning up the audible speed and seeing the time go down like exponentially you know (laughs) you crank it up over two and it's like holy cow
1: this is like like seriously exponential time differentials 45 minute book yeah (laughs) i'm picturing you like bane when he's in his hardcore study sesh trying to squeeze all the juices out of the holocron in order Mm, to get those deep dark secrets
0: yes i have rick was squeezing the juices out of the book for
1: sure Mm,
2: yeah Yeah. did you moist
1: did you no rick did you do like bane did and uh smash the book against the wall out of frustration no i
2: i mean i wanted more yes so
1: okay here we go idea this is every now and then i've got a a home run idea i've got about 10 horrible ideas for every one good one weigh Mm -hmm. in in the chat and tell me what you think about this idea i just had this right here on the spot did not warn them a holocron Mm -hmm. that's also a star wars audiobook player like Mm a like a like an echo or a what are those? Oh, the ones, oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. Amazon. Oh, yeah. The, the Google Dots. If they, if they made yeah, like Google Home Mini. The yeah, uh-huh, Home the Google Mini. Dots. And so, Echo dot. Holocron. Killing me. It plays exclusively Star Wars audiobooks.
2: All right. It has to levitate. It has to have a magnetic base where it levitates and spins, and then I'm in.
1: All right. Okay, or might so tell Corey. That. Corey loves a good entrepreneurial idea, yeah, right? Seriously. Yeah. It does. Entrepreneur. Yeah. Alright, so, spoiler warning, we've wasted a lot of time. We're going to get right into it. Here it is. It's, a, it's been 20 years since Bane decimated both the Jedi and the Sith on Rusan, and established the rule of two. After the Orbalisk incident, you know, the one where he had to painfully rid himself of the flesh-eating dark side-fueled body armor parasite excellently acquired from grave-robbing a long-dead Sith Lord, as we all do from time to time, his mm. body is beginning to fail him, exhibited by the slight tremor in his right hand that he hopes Xana doesn't notice, or does he? Nevertheless, that dastardly youthful apprentice of his hasn't made her big move yet to challenge him. It's in the freaking rule book. She has to challenge him in an epic duel to the death, only one of whom can survive. Bane, frustrated, takes matters into his own trembly hands like any good Sith would, on a dangerous quest for the secrets of eternal life. His quest leads him to the holocron of Darth and Dedu. There, he unlocks the ancient Sith ritual of essence transfer, patent pending, in which one <laughs> can force their consciousness upon the unsuspecting weak-minded husk of another being, kick them out of their own mind, and take up residence in their fleshly vessel. Hmm. Can't believe I just said fleshly vessel on a oh, podcast. Man. But here we that are. Was good Husk the- was
2: a good word too. I like that. Both of them.
3: Yeah, husk, I think, is a little, a little less odd. But keep going. Yeah. Fleshly right. moist so vessel. Missed. Keep going. I'll so allow it. Fleshly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the downside of all of this, of course, is that if he fails, his consciousness will be trapped in limbo for all eternity. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? Meanwhile, while Darth Zana, the slacker, is up to her own shenanigans, she's trying to uh, search for her, her own next in line should she successfully dethrone Bane. She really is a rule follower, despite the fact that Bane has kind of uh, written her off. She wants to be locked and loaded with an apprentice of her own. After a little give and take and back and forth, she enlists Hearth. A punk ex Jedi who is a flashy dresser and a bit of a collector, which to me is pretty much exactly Freddie C, but uh, as a wannabe Sith Lord. What do y'all think?
2: Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to say Freddie C and Fleshly Vessel in
1: one sentence, please. <laughs> Bane and Xana's past catch up to both of them. And Princess Sarah, the, the daughter, I've got son here in the show notes. That's not right. The daughter of the healer <laughs> Caleb of ambria the calls Calib. it's caleb isn't it just c-a-l-e-b Kaleeb.
3: we will talk about that i have some notes
1: <laughs> oh great emily has notes everybody i've
3: got notes
1: uh, not only is princess sarah connected with bane's dark and broody history so is her bodyguard lucia she of course is formerly of bane's or Dex's uh, Gloomwalker's squadron. It really likes the guy, despite the fact that you know he's a murderous Sith Lord. She doesn't know that they were buddies. She has, of course, hired an assassin who has killed a Jedi. It gets a little bit plot heavy. She was investigating the death of Princess Sarah's husband, which is how she became a princess in the the first place. There's a lot happening. Long story short. Eventually, the assassin wants to join Bane as a potential replacement for Darth Zana, all leading to a climactic conflict where Bane kills everybody. But the assassin, he was imprisoned. It was quite brutal. And they find themselves once again for the finale, the third book in a row, mind you, on the planet Ambria. Bane and Zana's final battle is absolutely one of the most epic climactic battles in star wars storytelling it's one for the history books or you know for the essential legends collections at least where xana realizes she can't defeat bane with the blade alone but employs sith sorcery against him there's force lightning a hail mary essence transfer snap hisses of the lightsabers hallucinogenic snakes Uh, eventually bane finds himself with one last ditch attempt to transfer his essence into xana's body seemingly Xana emerges victorious, is then adopted, uh, then adopts Darth Cognis, the assassin, aforementioned earlier, as her assistant to the Dark Lord of the Sith. <laughs> See what I did there.
0: And <laughs> they all
1: it. lived as happily ever after as a couple of Sith Lords can. But wait, there's a cliffhanger. Maybe the best in Star Wars books history. Oh, mm-hmm. jury's out on that mm-hmm. one wait till uh, rick finishes scoundrels if you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. anyway the book <laughs> closes on the image of Xana's hand trembling ever so slightly perhaps a sign that there's a little part of bane that still remains Woo. Woo. all right so how'd i do
0: towards the Ooh. end was she yeah. trembling or or clenching her fist as if it was trembling either yes, way it, there was there was like a At the very end, it was like, wait, but was it trembling? I I couldn't tell. And then and then, I'll never forget the first time I read this. And I don't think I even cleared this up when I listened to it. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. I got to read that like Mm -hmm. five more times. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I understood
1: that she was clenching her fist to try to keep it from
0: trembling because she was frustrated.
1: She was like, dang it, Bane messed me up a little bit there. Or... Perhaps (sighs) Perhaps <sighs> Bane still remains. That's the he definitely
3: still remains. Yeah, it's like, <clears throat> but you don't not explicitly, but like he's there.
1: It's you know it's great. Transferred. It's great for the fact that it's open-ended. One of the best yes. open yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. open-ended endings because we don't know what happens yeah. right after this, and mm-hmm. there is no story of what of Darth Zanna as Sith Lord. There is not another one, and that's what works so well. And yeah, yeah. Jakar defense has gone on the record you know, shortly after the book was released and said to him, of course, you may not want to listen to this. If you like the open-ended ending, don't listen to this. He, he came out and said um, that ultimately for him, Xana did win. But mm-hmm. the idea is that some part of Bane still remains. Mm-hmm. It's just unclear yeah. how much of him mm-hmm. still remains. I think that
3: was clear in the ending because she says, like, um, who is it? Darth Cognis explicitly asks like darth bane and, and zanna's like nah yeah <laughs> bane is I, dead yeah yeah bane's gone like she explicitly <sighs> states it's like, hard to say I because am not bane
0: if you are if you are a sith right the number one thing about sith is deception and that mm-hmm. is like guys that's deception! <laughs> but yeah, bane you got is <laughs> such a
3: straightforward sith like he's such a brute he just goes for what he wants and he he's just practical. slashes till he gets there like yeah he's a Remember
1: practical he got sith. frustrated with his iphone i mean his holocron and he threw it against <laughs> the wall
3: <laughs> exactly
0: he, to me he's a practical sith there. right mm-hmm. he, he oh, he's okay. not psychotic he's not uh, you know that's that's remains to be talked about but he's not gonna gonna kill somebody just for fun right he's not uh sadistic i'm not sure what the term is uh, Emily help me out here. <laughs> um, he's not. I think sadistic is
3: the word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he
0: he doesn't he's... he doesn't want to kill anybody for fun. He doesn't want to mm-hmm. hurt anybody for fun. He's just trying to be the most powerful thing ever. Mm-hmm. And he feels yeah. the responsibility of carrying this mantle of Sith the Sith knowledge, the Sith Sith practices uh, with him, right? He he's he's got a purpose. Unfortunately, if you're weak you're useless right that's that's where things get a little interesting
1: as a as a type a type of guy i appreciate that bane is a rule maker Mm -hmm. and he sets himself guidelines Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and he's a creature of habit um he does exactly what he said he was gonna do until he decides that you know the rules aren't working for him, and so he just uh, bends the rules to his own liking. So he really
3: likes know. to do but, that. Okay, well, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. But
2: is the whole essence transfer thing is that really a betrayal of the rule of two? Isn't that Let's a talk way? about that.
0: No, I don't think so, Rick. Hot yeah. take right here. I think it is. It is exactly. It's a Sith power, mm-hmm. and if it's a Sith power, it has all the right to be used for whatever purpose it needs to be used in, right? We could say the same thing about about conjuring black tentacles from the ground, right? Is that a fair trick? <laughs> yeah, it's Sith sorcery, right? Uh, and just like essence transfer, it's a it's yeah. a Sith it's a Sith power and if if you know it, why not use it? As a Sith, you have you have the right to use it.
1: Yeah, huh. you've got powers such as lightsaber and force lightning and bend the rules a little bit. I mean, that's that's got to be the easiest one
0: bomb. Yeah. that's another Not power mom.
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's like a definitely a lot of button mashing combos. I, I can't help but read these books as video games because <laughs> Drew Garpashin is a video game designer, and then once you've he kind really? of yeah, he, he wrote um the story for Nice the Old Republic, infamously. Yeah. In a I lot thought of thought he
3: wrote action really well, like remarkably. Oh well.
0: man,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, in a, in a lot of fans' yeah. minds, <laughs> one of the best sith lord writers of all time mm-hmm. for the fact that he created uh, you know he, bane isn't an original creation for him but he wrote an entire trilogy about him so he really crafted the character mm-hmm. yeah it basically authored bane and xana and reven and malik i mean to, to many people is the
0: ultimate writer of sith That's lords it. next next yeah. george lucas
1: himself big, <laughs>
0: yeah. big prediction here what What's, if because because of of that right we 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 have a character who was created by by zon and mastered by zon which is Thron. is there a possibility that drew is brought back in as like the proprietor not quite the proprietor of darth bane but he knows Uh-oh. him like, right nice. we bring him in, back into canon via the original author
1: Hmm. like they did with Zon, That is the most brilliant thing you've ever said in the history <clears> of <throat> Legends Look back to We're they really making so some just did it With,
2: with uh, Lucino, because he references Plagueis in the Tarkin book. Um, mm. And so he kind of, just a little bit, you know. So I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, a great point. That being said, he could just say, see original Bane trilogy and submit the book because like this era is completely uncovered by anything in current canon. Whereas you know the Thrawn trilogy original was um, replaced by the sequel trilogy and some of the other lore mm-hmm. that they built in, so this is still yeah. untapped timeline for canon. So they really could just yeah. copy and paste and call it a day. That There's a pretty split. significant
0: ahead, timeline gap too, right between oh, yeah. Xana and whatever we see with Darth Plagueis. Yeah, this yeah. is a thousand
1: know. years before the original before uh, Episode One, I believe. It could be before the original trilogy, but it's it's. Once you get that far out in the distance, a thousand years is good enough. Yeah, you know, brush He's <laughs> thousand years. He, um, the first book. I don't <clears throat> know if it fit. If it would fit really well in the canon because it's very reliant on Nights of the yeah. Republic. But That's but, true. That's but true. But they're remaking it, so I guess yeah, it will potentially be somewhat canon. We don't know its level of canonicity. But I did appreciate uh, Rick's question. There was his breaking the rules in violation of his own rule of two zanna says as much right Mm. she accuses him that his pursuit of eternal life violates the rule of two let's have us a good old-fashioned debate here Mm -hmm. all right rick is on the side of which end of this debate
2: i'm on bane's side i say it doesn't doesn't this doesn't um break the rule of two that it enforces it you know him making himself as strong as possible by means of essence transfer is a legitimate path forward
1: Okay, who's gonna yeah. who's gonna take up uh the other side of the argument, the counterpoint?
3: Okay, so I feel like this is kind of breaking the rule. So it's sort of like how rereading books for the competition is not allowed. Sort of like <laughs> you're just kind of like rereading life, but like in a different person. It's like I just don't I don't know if that, that's kosher. I don't know if I agree.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, okay. it's yeah. like it's like when you have three wishes from the genie.
3: Hmm. Yeah, and, and he asked for more wishes or something. And the,
1: the first rule, according to another podcast I like, kind of funny, they said the first rule is don't mess with me, right? So no funny business. Because <laughs> um, the genies, they're always yeah. up to, to shenanigans. But then it, your third wish is always for infinite wishes, but like that's that's against the spirit of the genie, right? You can't.
3: Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, you're basically about telling that genie, you're my prisoner
3: <laughs> until yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> like, Because if, if your intent is to strengthen the Sith, then that according to Bain, that's okay. But if your intent is to continue to hold on to power, according to Xana, that's not okay. Well, and let's I let's see- look at the rule <laughs> of two. Yeah.
0: Right. We've got let's. the rule of two, which is you have a master and then you have the apprentice, the, the person who seeks the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have a person who is immortal you're gonna this is personally how i you know it it could go a different way this there's no way this is a fact or 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 written in in stone but if there were anybody who were to defeat him technically that would be the most powerful powerful sith ever and that person would be more powerful than bane who has probably lived you know say say he he did essence transfer and lived to be you know five thousand years old if whoever did beat him would be considered the most i guess uh, the person who would be able to take the mantle from Bane, it has, they have to be that powerful. But at the same time, you know, you're supposed to let the apprentice take over, but there's no rule mm-hmm. in how long it's going to take for that to happen. Or You don't
2: have to let the apprentice take over. You just have to let the, the Sith continue. Like you want to have an apprentice if you die, but if dying is off the table... The rule of two only exists, in my opinion, to make sure that the Sith endure. Since he thinned the ranks because of all their infighting and, and stupidness, he just wanted the Sith to endure, in my opinion. So, like I I see I'm gonna I'm building off what you're saying, Freddie, but I guess maybe differing a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm getting excited. No, um, that, that's fine. I, I but
0: I, yeah, personally, I think it's a totally fair thing if it's a Sith power hmm. and and you know, if it takes five thousand years for an apprentice to beat him, then yeah, you know, mm. hopefully I he's think- not senile by then <laughs>
1: I think I weigh in on the side of Bane is in a unique position here because there's no way to win and there's no way to fail either mm-hmm. um he's in a win-win lose-lose situation no matter which and way that was go. this
0: whole book oh, it was a
1: lot of right a lot of e- lose-lose exactly because Bane wrote the rule in the first place so mm-hmm. as the one who wrote the rule nothing wrong with bending the rules you can make the rule say whatever you want you friggin' made it up
0: <laughs> you know one thing that this book does really well in, and I know we've got a lot to talk about, but one of the things that I think this book does really well in is, is the price you have to pay when you enter into the dark side, when we see like the princess, right? What happened when she started feeling dark side feelings as a force sensitive, which I'm pretty sure she's a force sensitive of some sort. Uh, but what happens to her life when when she starts to seek revenge and and starts to hate and feel anger it goes to shambles right and and i think that's what this mm-hmm. book really does is when yeah. you start to enter into the dark side you kind of lose a lot including yourself mm. exactly
1: yeah the mm-hmm. lose lose I, and I, I thought that princess sarah's arc was one of the more beautiful things yeah. in the book a book that's very dark and bleak and there's no protagonist the they, they I, I was explaining to my daughter who was listening with me in the car a little bit <laughs> oh man hey there, oh. hey there's no good guy by the way <laughs> they're all evil so please don't do anything that they're doing. <laughs> right? There's no good guy. But you've got to have somebody to root for knowing that they're going to fail. <laughs> and I thought that her arc of wanting mm. vengeance with this guy that ruined her freaking life even though she's a princess um, you know she she wants vengeance and then rejects that. I thought that was beautiful. Mm. And you're right, you know, for Bane, the more obsessed he gets with his new shiny mm. thing, The last book is the Orbalisks. This book, it's Essence Transfer, Eternal Life. It's a path that leads to nowhere. It's doomed for failure. Hmm. Um, And that's one of the things that really distinguishes the Jedi and the Sith. The Jedi achieve eternal, eternal life by letting go of their attachment to life, feeling the need to control everybody and have everything. Whereas the Sith seek eternal life with every fiber of their being, and can never achieve it, and the closest they you ever know. get is to be one of these, you know, dark and broody spirits in a tomb somewhere, like Exar Kun, who haunts people and then gets their butt kicked by an angel, <laughs> right? And Corn Horn, <laughs> Exar Kun gets his butt kicked by Corn Horn, and then the the Solo Twins as children. <laughs> yeah, and Fine. after four thousand years of waiting, poor guy. F's in the chat for. Exar Kun. Yeah, it's it's a lose lose situation for Darth Bane. On the one hand, you made the rules; you can break them. On the other hand, he was bound to fail. So if he tries to achieve eternal life,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be uh, it's not a road you want to go down, right?
0: Yeah, I I don't think. Wait in the chat, everybody. Whose side are
1: you on here? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: not 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 many Sith masters want to give up the mantle of being that master which is which is very Sithy right to to want to be to to not want to follow the rule of two but eventually it's going to happen uh but the the one thing that's interesting is is in Fatal Alliance I'm reading I'm reading Fatal Alliance I just finished it too at the same time of this book um two old republic books yeah, right. at the same time that's brave freddy got Fatal Alliance on this side and uh, Bane on the other side <laughs> <laughs> But in Fatal Alliance, you get to see it's a totally opposite book than this book, right? You get to see uh, three factions, four factions, multiple factions working together, uh, similar to the Yuzhan Vong, right? But way in, in the old Republic, uh, working together and, and the master working with the apprentice of the other one. So the Sith, Sith apprentice is, is with uh, Bastilla. Or Bastila, or Bastila, whichever one you prefer. There's a lot of pronunciations. uh, Typical legends, Uh, (laughs) but you see a, a Sith apprentice working with a Jedi master, and then on the other side you see a Jedi apprentice working, you know, Padawan working with a Sith master, and you see you see both sides, right? You see both sides, and why? If you're a Jedi apprentice, you might actually like what the Sith is doing. He's powerful extremely powerful and and you're there's nowhere you can meet your power with his power it's it's just raw energy right mm-hmm. and on the other side you see like the calm and the serenity of a Jedi fighting in battle and seeing a Sith look at that you're like, hey what <laughs> how are you so serene when you're fighting I'm I'm over here grunting and, and you're over here just slashing away looking like you're sitting down um it it really puts in perspective first of all how different the Jedi and Sith are but also how, similar they can be at the same time no no uh money isn't a thing friends friends and family aren't a thing uh it, it's it's almost like they have the same the same thing just that there's like a few things that are different right and and for instance one is the dark side the evil as we as we see it they don't see it that way and of course the light side which is more of helping people uh helping the weak etc and then you see this the the point of view of the Sith of the Jedi, which is a really weird thing to, to read at the same time as this book, because you can see how the Sith, they they think that power is everything, right? So if you are weak, you either need to help to help the powerful to progress time forward, uh, or if you're a Jedi, you're pushing everyone down and staying where you need to, right? So Force-sensitives, you have to be a Jedi or you're nothing.
1: <laughs> what gets um, me about Bane is he's so um he looks down on the jedi so much for their rules (laughs) right he looks down on them for being enslaved to their dogma and yet bane is the king of dogma
3: (laughs)
2: yeah
1: he creates his own rules yeah or
3: like yeah
1: hypocrisy yeah you heard it here first folks Hmm. sith lords hypocrites Uh (laughs) Uh uh-oh
2: maybe that's the power of the sith
1: well like that's apparently right. the
3: Sith are supposed to be selfish but in reality the rule of two is very selfless like you it's know, about it preserving the order
2: yeah, yeah that's a good point maybe that's why i've had an, an issue with the rule of two like i've always wondered what motivates them you know like yeah. why do they want the sith order to continue
0: well hmm. looking looking at bane's philosophy right because it's all philosophy there's no fact in any of his teachings it's it's philosophy because it's stuff he's read things he believes in it's it's not a fact which you know like a lot of fact
1: that he was the darth revan fanboy and <laughs> yeah right i mean it's the whole thing in the first book he thought all his sith lord friends were posers yeah but you know who was a real one darth revan he's he's just like a hipster he just <laughs> it's he cool to be that... a sith <laughs> that's right go ahead Freddy. well
0: now it's cool to be a jedi <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's what was the real problem with revan was he was he was a flip-flopper all right um so so continue i like for you're going with this
0: who freddie
1: yeah freddie
0: yeah so the sith right his philosophy is is centered around his his observations of a story that he <laughs> he knows right first we, we, you just said it revan but rev the problem is revan the story that he knows is one-sided he's not looking at the other side of revan which is the jedi side and probably not realizing that uh gray jedi are probably the best right jared (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's
1: right amen brother uh but the thing is that one
0: the the (laughs) rule of two the rule of two is a philosophy uh what was happening before was was very true though it was it was an observation that bane saw which was they're killing the most powerful sith using multiple people teams of sith right to Mm. to manipulate and that's not the way to get the most powerful sith and you can eventually find yourself in weakness which is what bane saw and his solution was well instead of a group of sith there can only be two Mm. because you can't have one because then after that the sith are gone There, there can only be two maximum so that he was on the other side right the extreme side of of that of the sith philosophy which which is unfortunately their undoing in some cases. Hmm.
3: But it's interesting uh, to see like the force lore of it because yeah. the reason the Sith rose to power is because they really concentrated all of the dark side on just a few very powerful individuals versus the Jedi just kind of thought, oh, we'll just spread the light forever and ever and ever forgetting Mm -hmm. that there's a balance to the force
0: that's the whole Mm -hmm. thing right if you have a balance and you have a bunch of jedi on one side and Mm -hmm. the sith are on one side and you call them you call the dark side Mm -hmm. they're if the balance is anything that means the sith are going to be extremely powerful versus Mm -hmm. the jedi if there's a balance personally i feel like the balance in star wars is you know with the force it it goes over generations. It's not immediate, right? Mm. It's not like a a quick change. Yeah. It's you know once something has been disrupted, then it starts to formulate. Just like Bane said in the book, right? The 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 future is constantly being shaped by the, what their decisions, what they decide to do. Uh, you know, it's it, it's very interesting, honestly. A lot of force of lore.
1: Is, <laughs> yeah, the rule of two is the strongest when you've got somebody like Bane or Plagueis or Palpatine who wants to be there for the culmination of the grand plan Mm. um and so bane if he is successful with the essence transfer and let's say that he is successful for a thousand years is able to then see the payoff that makes a lot more sense to me And palpatine obviously (laughs) especially in legends but even in canon recently has his own contingency plans to to stay around for a while right and so yeah, and some people have thought the same of Plagueis with his quest for eternal life. And it's one of the big um, debates about this book. And there's still a fan contingent that, and I'm sympathetic to it to a certain extent. Some fans have theorized that Bane survived the duel with Xana and Bane transferred his essence to each Sith Lord for the next thousand years, leading up even to Palpatine. Hmm. What do you think of this theory? I- you said it's a lot
3: uh well I mean, yeah like one transfer sure like palpatine did it in canon you,
1: you did get, it get better the next time right
3: like well i don't know like my chain wouldn't link it, like
1: my second one was a whole lot better than my first one <laughs>
3: well like when you just kind of get weaker and like lose more of yourself the more oh like when on? you make a
1: photocopy of a photocopy yeah genetics yeah.
2: man It's yeah
1: what do you know about genetics, Rick? We have the same science classes.
2: <laughs> yeah, genetics are
1: but that there weren't any. Um, we took Bible classes.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I got nothing. Um, I'm just a sci fi well, fan, so it's one of
0: those sci-fi words. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, do yeah,
1: genetics. We know all of our genetics from yeah. sci-fi. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Do you sure. think uh, after Emily, after enough enough well Emily or Jared or I guess anybody, after enough uh, essence transfers, you turn into someone like Impatagia's brand? Did
1: I say that right? The BB-8 meets Buzz Lightyear. Oh, man. punk (laughs) Jedi. The best.
3: I was just thinking about him today. I still haven't encountered him in the wild. I can't wait.
1: (laughs) Emily, you will find him in Dark Empire 2.
3: Okay. If you don't have a copy, I'll send
1: you one. That's
2: right. I think it's it's clear, though, that um, this trilogy of books does a lot to expand the universe. You know, it expands the lore. And Mm -hmm. the fact that we're talking about Jedi and Sith philosophy is ridiculous, you know, like that just yeah. that, that is a testament to how well this book does of expanding our concepts of this universe, you know, well, the Star Wars universe, I mean. and so mm-hmm. it's 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 definitely uh, a classic set of books. <laughs> makes Jedi look very weak.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 and that's cool. That's really hey, cool. hey, you take that back. This trilogy has the greatest Jedi in the entire <sighs> legends timeline. Who Dies at the hands of Darth Bane, Jedi yeah, Master he, Thor. Yeah, he, he's he's dead, but Jedi they're good at dying because they die with dignity, and <sighs> yeah, they are,
3: they're really good at that. Um,
1: and that is, of course, Valentine Farfalla, boo, my <laughs> favorite Jedi in all of Legends. I Darth feel like Thummis himself, right? That's Stark where the name originated, straight
0: out of a Marvel movie for our uh <laughs> Harry Potter fans. I feel like. Uh, Valentine is is very similar to like a Gryffindor of types, right? Oh yeah,
2: yeah, no (laughs) doubt, no doubt. Does he have
1: wings? This was like a surprise to me on the show. I didn't know that he had horse legs, right? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure
3: he's not supposed to. I'm pretty sure he's definitely human.
1: Not a Pegasus. (laughs) The comic was
3: like, why not?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Classic legends tagline. (laughs) Why not? Why not?
1: I think carpachin found that goofy and just kind of. Skimmed over it a little bit. He never mentions the horse legs. He focuses on his long golden locks, right? Yeah.
3: And all the shimmer silk, like very into yeah. his wardrobe. We're gonna How go
1: twilight and with some glittery silk. How in the world did we get stuck on this? I don't <laughs> know. Let's let's get uh, Rick was making bring an eloquent. bring it back around. Rick was making an eloquent. I was point. trying to try to
2: transition this to something more productive, and then we got stuck on glittery far follow. You, you're
3: making well apparently point. Justin says he's half Bothan.
1: That's correct, yeah.
3: I did not recall. And that.
0: I don't 100. want to know how that works. Okay. It's <laughs>
1: half half Also,
0: has has a fly fly it's I don't even know what that means.
3: <laughs> I want to say
0: Salonians <laughs> and and bothins are about you know genetically. Fairly close. Uh, I don't want to make any assumptions we for our boffin friends out there.
1: And Wedge's Gamble, which Corey just finished reading. Oh yeah, yeah. And to find out more about that, listen to the 100th episode of Legends Look Back coming out this summer. We're gonna have Corey on the show for a Corin Horn spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> he loves
2: loves the guy. He loves the guy.
1: Loves him. Who else is spectacular? Darth Bane. We're gonna Darth. close it out tonight with this. What is all things considered, we've gone a lot of different directions tonight. Uh, we have talked about holocrons and. Orbolisks and bending the rules and force lightning, all of this considered, whether or not Bane survived for a thousand years or not, I think we're more on the side. Sorry, Rick, hmm. of the fact that he didn't. What, what is Bane's lasting legacy when it's all said and done?
0: And you're the opinion? rule of two.
3: Rule of two. I mean, uh, because so he's referenced by the rule of two so frequently. Like that is his legacy because it, it comes up
1: so often. Um, he broke his own rule that he established and everybody who follows after him also breaks the rule.
2: I'm going to nuance it a little bit and say that not just the rule of two, two but um, Palpatine, you know, like he is the culmination of the rule of two where he actually mm-hmm. rules the galaxy, you know, and he actually mm-hmm. is successful for a limited time. Um, and, limited time only. Yeah, limited time <laughs> only. You can rule the galaxy. <laughs>
1: uh, and yeah, so 20 years. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a years in the making
2: right yeah so I think that because like the Jedi were defeated order 66 was the greatest upset to the the balance of the force and I mean other than like the thought bomb maybe um, so
3: yeah that's pretty
2: big I don't know maybe not I'm talking myself out of it continue
1: <laughs> no I, I I like that palpatine the grand plan the culmination of yeah I, I appreciate that as an answer more than Rick I'm
0: gonna the I'm gonna back you up here two. All right, I'm going to back you up here. I, I, I've got uh, something to add on to that, right? So every decision that has ever been made in history leads up to a certain culmination of things, right? Mm. It's not like things happen overnight. Uh, some things, yeah, right? But in most cases, you can trace the problem of something to the very beginning of something else. And I feel like the, the, whatever happened before Bain right? What everything that happened before Bane had to be made for Bane to make the decision that the Sith were no longer powerful and destroy them. And Bane had to make the decision that the rule of two was a thing. And every Sith that made the decision to keep that kept it all the way till Palpatine, right? So the culmination of the entire Sith history can be probably made by like the primitive (laughs) <laughs> primitive sith i guess in in the star wars universe but ultimately i think if it wasn't for darth bane making that entire shift we would not have seen the rule of two until maybe later
1: hmm. yeah that's beautifully said you know you think about the new sith order is bane's legacy because he made the hard choice to kill all the wannabe sith
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah that's a that's a great point freddie that i i like that as the new sith order is bane's legacy more than the rule of two, like the the philosophy that he can't even keep himself. Uh, like Emily, do you want to take a, a crack at this?
3: Well, I don't know. I feel like it's sort of like an extreme survival of the fittest. Like that's really what he cares about more than anything else. Like if you're strong, you'll survive. And if you're not, then you won't. And it's, that is the way of things. That's the way it should be pursued. So like, instead of focusing specifically on the number, it's more focused on may the strongest survive. And let's limit the number of the strongest like that, Let's let it always be a battle um, so that we kind of hone the dark side to like a very mm. narrow, very powerful weapon.
0: Do you yeah. think that Bane, and this is another question. Sorry. It's not on, it's not in the show notes, but do you think Bane made the Sith stronger? Personally? I think. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think mm. we're we're sure. Dark side philosophy and Justin makes a great point in the chat that that uh, he found the the brotherhood of darkness an interesting philosophical, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thought experiment. The idea of having a brotherhood of equal Sith lords, uh, I, I do th- find that interesting. But wow, do they look lousy in that first book in, in comparison yeah. to Bane, who yeah. is strong from being a miner and he's a soldier because he's a Gloom Walker. And mm-hmm. he's a historian because he likes to hang out with Re- Revan in the library.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of represents this to the best of, and he's got the curve lightsaber. He's a good duelist. He's kind of all of this combined, right? Um, yeah. A great comment in the chat here from our buddy, Eric Bain is like that high school coach. that pushes the team too hard, but ultimately makes them the best. Yeah.
3: Oh, true. Yeah. I, can well, see I think he's it. the, the first one that really- And then tries to transfer his
1: essence into all of their uh, corpses. Uh, their, <laughs> right. What I call them? Husks? husks yeah husks. Husks. you called them
3: fleshly vessels Mm. but we're not gonna Mm. dwell on that now moving along um i feel like bane is the first one that really understands the nature of the force i feel like everyone understands the force as it pertains to them as it pertains to like their personal Mm -hmm. growth and he is the one that has a wide enough view for the sith that he sees okay this is not going to be sustainable for the like the future of the entire Sith, but neither is it necessarily the best for the universe or the galaxy as a whole. Um, the Jedi are focused so much on the galaxy and less so on the individual and on like the nature of the order. And the Sith are too obsessed mm, with the nature yeah. of the order. So it's sort of like if you have, like if the light side and the dark side are supposed to be 50% each, then like if you're concentrating 50% on two, like impossible to find individuals versus an entire order of Jedi. I feel like he was, he just kind of got a strategic advantage on the Jedi that um, yeah. no one else had thought of before.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Wow. That's some great math happening there, Emily. You know what else <laughs> you know some great math. Justin mm. says in the chat, Bane's uh, Palpatine's reign isn't really that long. It's long,
3: really not. So,
1: which makes me think about this. Hey, it's been 20 years that Bane reigned as mm. the one and only Sith master mm. just like palpatine so there it's like mm. poetry it rhymes mm-hmm. mm. and what else <laughs> rhymes this episode of legends look back that's going to be it for tonight and we're going to have part 2 coming out next week if you want to hear more like this but also different because we'll be a week wiser and older <laughs> we're going to talk about the big overarching questions and also all the ones from tonight that we didn't get to and, and the thank names. you everybody for hanging Don't out forget the names. <laughs> what names?
3: <laughs> so, okay. No. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'll be really quick, but like, <laughs> basically I, it cracks me up how these are all just regular names, but they Darth pronounce it Hannah. or they're like, yeah, yeah. Like, Darth, yeah, Bane, Xana, <laughs> Hannah is just, it's Zan, it's Hannah with a Z or is like his name
0: Desmond or Des? Sarah.
3: It's S-E-R-R-A, not S-A-R-A-H. Oh, Caleb or like for example. Caleb,
0: Kaleeb. Kaleeb.
3: <laughs> like the naming in this book cracks me up. Typical. It's like such basic names. And yet they like just tweak the spelling a little bit. And I'm like, this is fine.
1: How is Caleb spelled? I say Caleb. C-A-L-E-B. The audio A-L-A-B.
3: book is, sure. is
1: Kalib, yeah. which I find yeah. ridiculous. I love it. Because <laughs> Caleb works. Caleb hmm. works. All right, soapbox. Here we go. Catch my one. <laughs> Caleb works as a star wars name because it's biblical all right where's my suit and tie i'm about to preach mm. it's bi- luke for example rick i Bible appreciate name. your grunt Bible <laughs> name? that's right <laughs> it's like a church lady grunt uh-huh. mm. amen mm. come on it's a <laughs> it's a luke is a biblical name and a star wars name and it's one syllable it works mm. you know what doesn't there was a name recently in canon kevin There's a guy named Kevin doesn't doesn't work because it's real world, but it's not biblical and it's not one syllable. Oh man. Caleb isn't one syllable. I give up.
0: Y'all get it. It's a Bible. How about the wackiest name (laughs) of all star Wars? The most vanilla name ever. Luke. Yeah. That's right. So, not, that to, reason, not to offend anybody named luke luke's a good right. name all of our it's, luke's it's a biblical name Thanks for listening to legends look back
1: it, it was a name before the bible existed i guess you imagine probably.
2: if it was if it was john solo
1: <laughs> it would work john would work it's a bible name it, so Greg caleb solo. caleb works as is jared genesis chapter five all right well on that note i'm gonna go, go straight from here to the pulpit and start ready
0: Jarid, take us away preach, jared, yeah jared is
1: in genesis 5 look him up he's grandfather of
0: it's, Methuselah. If, if it was mm-hmm. read by in an audiobook it would be jared jared sure. or jared
1: oh no, stop Jarid. it, make it can, stop. can we give it as
0: hispanic uh, pronunciation to make it Jared?
2: that's
1: right it could also Hared.
3: be you know that could be a lot of things
1: that works yeah. that works you know what else has worked? This episode of Legends Look Back. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. We've had a lot of fun and are looking forward to cracking it wide open some more next week, such as discussing Darth Hannah and Princess Sarah. Well, uh, thank you for joining us for Legends Look Back. Thanks, especially to our incredible patrons for your amazing support. We love making the show. We're glad you're along for the ride. You want to catch the more of the great shows in the Utini Podcast Network on Monday night? You can catch the Brotherhood Roundtable on. The Living Force. On Wednesday night, you can catch the Edge of Balance Volume 2 roundtable because, uh, well, if you're anything like me, you've had this sitting on your bookshelf or on your desk, and you only just now realize that you haven't read it in order to be able to watch next week's episode of The Cosmic Force to know what I'm doing tonight. Binging this bad boy. Is it right to left or left to right? It's a manga. That'll be fun to figure out. Up to down. Just- I'll either spoil it right out the gate or start in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to find out. And next week on legends, look back. We'll do Darth Bane round table part two. Thank you. Especially to Brian, Brian, Julie, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander. My list has changed and it's thrown me off. Ah. Uh, We need more of y'all to subscribe so that you can throw me off even more. You see what I'm saying? All right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Also to Matt Billington, Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C. And Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. Remember, everybody, sub to the channel. Leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice, especially if it's a nice one. If you want your thoughts right on this show, you can email us at at legendslookbackutini.com. You can send us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a comment on this episode youtube or you can find us on twitter at legends look back at jerry q mays or you can find freddie at wake up freddie rick
2: at rick underscore grace
1: or emily
3: at darth dayback
1: if you're looking to buy some of these books such as the one with Xana's dreads or the one where bane is looking at you like you just spilled your milk on the new carpet or if you want to buy the one that we're actually talking about this week it took me a second to find it there it is Darth Bane Dynasty of Evil you can go on on over to or the book they can't buy that on utini.com freddie that's a collectible you can only get that at the thrift store in the town there in California but Alex already cleaned them out anyway hey if you're looking to buy some of these books you want to help support the show you can go on over to utini.com click the Amazon link in the profile And you can have your own copy and give us 4% of the sale. And, of course, after you've read the book, leave us a review right there on UTini.com and let us know what you think, no matter what you think. Please, keep the UTini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. Until next week, guys, may the force be with
0: you. This is a Uteni broadcast.